the Sefer Derech HaMelech that even those who learn the swarm of the of the uh, of the Pizetzna are not necessarily familiar with it. So Derech HaMelech on Chumash and on, and on Yom Tavim is a, an extremely difficult Sefer. It's it's unique, it's remarkable, the Mamarman here, in terms of the Afaid and the depth. This, of course, was not written for Yeshiva Bachem, this is written for, uh, for beyond that. And the Rebbe was a, was a very profound thinker. And in most of the pieces there, there are in Yom of Kabbalah. Even here, it's just he's alluding to certain Yisaitis in Kabbalah, but we're not, of course, going to be Isaac in that. But just to learn, to learn a pshat for Pesach, uh, to learn a tire for Pesach on, on our level, to have a little bit of a chelik in, in the Sefer Derech Hamelach. Mitzvah, the time will come where we're, we're going to be going through the entire Sefer. V'sheni de'elushal apsachla. The any of their lishol, so it says in the that for the child or for the one who doesn't know how to ask, apsachla, you have to you have to open for him, apsachla. Kixiv betehilim, it says in tehilim, who asano v'loya nachnu amoy v'tzayin marisai. That Hashem Baruch made us, and over here, of course, you know that we have we have a kri and we have a ksiv. So the kri, we read it v'loy anachnu, v'loy anachnu that Hashem, we belong, we belong to Hashem. We're His, we're His. V'loy anachnu with the vav, His people. Avalob vav on That's how we read the pasuk. But we belong to Hashem. However, the way that it's written in the Pasik is is the opposite. And we see this sometimes by one thing and it's opposite. So Veloya Nachnu with an Aleph means that God forbid we're not His. We have no Shaykhis. We're not His. Veloya Nachnu. Veloya Nachnu, it's not us. Poshat Hushinia Nachnu, Loyiz Baruch Lashem. It's obvious, it's clear. That in order for a Jew to belong to Hashem, in order for a person to be able to be on that Madrega of Lo, with a vav to be his that's not something which just happens on its own even though each and every Jew each and every Yid is mamish beloved by Hashem still we have over here in the Pasuk we have a Cree and a Ksiv, the way that it's said and the way that it's written. And it's our responsibility to do something, to work on something. 
But what? That we should belong to Him. That we should be His. And if we don't do this, what's necessary? If we don't do this, then then it will just remain the way that it's written. The way that it's written, that's the way that it is. I mean, that's the status quo. It's written. It's it, it's printed as Lamad Aleph. Lamad Aleph means that we're not, we're not his. That's how it's printed. We have to do something. The Cree, obviously, how we read it, how we read these words, the Cree is, is our avoid. That's our pronunciation. That's, how, that's what we were given the choice to infuse into this word, into this Pasuk, into this reality of our lives. It's either going to remain the status quo of lo and achnu that you're not his, or you're going to, or you're going to, work, to transform the lo with an aleph into lo with a vav that that we belong to him. Vav sheinina shemes havaya and adnas baruchu. The Rebbe says that even though this inyan of the name, the even though the inyan of Hashem's names. Because there also, and more more so than any place else in our lives, we have a discrepancy between the Kri and the Ksiv. It's written Yudke Vavke. The name of Hashem is written Yudke Vavke. And we're not allowed to pronounce it Yudke Vavke. We pronounce it Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. We pronounce it with the Shem Adnus. So here we have we have a Kree and a Ksiv that obviously in every single Tfila, in every single every single moment that we're learning in Davening, we're affected by the discrepancy between the Kree and the Ksiv. Where we read it, Alav Dalad Nun Yud. But it's written Yud Kevavke. So the option in Hashem is Havaya and Adnus Baruchu, Vinina Krivaksiv, Nichtav Bahavaya Vinikur Baadnus, that it's written Yukevovke, but we're not allowed to read it that way. We read it with Adnus, we read it Alav Dalad Nunyut. Haim Saidas Gavayim. So obviously it's a very exalted secret. This whole Indian of the of the Shemus. Still, we could understand it on our level, on a simple level, at level every single Jew. Now, I wanted to learn this piece, even though there are a number of Torahs on Pesach, because it really touches upon much that we've been learning in Chavis HaTalmidim and Savaziras and It's it's a very very um, big yisayid in all of the rabbis in all of the rabbis farm. The Kuzhin Samagid wrote how in, in those times the earlier Apikarsim they believed in Hashem and that He created everything. What they believe is that Hashem, even though He's the Creator, He abandoned creation. 
and he gave and he gave the world over to these kaitas, to these mazalas, the constellations, and so on, to uh, what they call now Mother Nature. And therefore, there is no difference how a person acts. Since Akash Baruch Hu is not Mashgiach anymore, he's left, he's left the project over to someone else. And therefore, Ozav Hashem that one needn't worry about what one does, because Hashem is Baruch, the Creator is no longer involved. Whereas the Umasailam believe that he is out there someplace in heaven, that's why we see that they call, they refer to him as Eloha de Elohaya. He's the God of Gods. That's where he is. He's in the pantheon of Gods, like they have in their in, in their uh, in in mythology and, and in their religions. That it's very, very labidic in, in heaven. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But Ozav Hashem is Haaretz. Avanachnu b'nei Yisrael ma'amlichem ha'isei Yisbaruch gam ba'aretz. The ikar of our avayda, the avayda of Kla Yisrael is to be ma'amlich Hashem, is to accept Hashem as ma'amlichus and to anoint Hashem of every single thing in our lives here in this world. Umaminim shagam ato and we believe that even now, Malchus Ayba Mashal, that Hashem's Rosh Malchus extends to all and reaches over every single thing in life. And that Hashem's Ashgarach is Beprote Protis, that Hashem is involved in every single detail. And it's our responsibility to teach ourselves and the world that Hashem hasn't left but He's the Adain Arlam He's the master of this world as it says as Chazal have, have taught us and, uh, to understand the Pasuk that we see by Avram Avinu Chazal say which Rashi brings down that Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu speaks of Hashem as being Elokei HaShemayim, Elokei HaOretz, over heaven and earth. So Rashi explains that Ad Atah Hayrak Elokei HaShemayim, until me, meaning until Avram Avinu, Hashem is only the, the God of the heavens, who's out there, who created, but who left this world. And now, Hugam Elokei HaOretz, He's also the God of this world. Because I, Avram Avinu, have caused Hashem's Baruch's name to be in the mouth of all of all those in this world, and to be part of our vocabulary here in this world and of our experience of life in this world. It's not just that Hashem is Elokei Hashemayim is out there in heaven somewhere. and that's what the Gemara is saying. Ad Avram, because the Gemara is saying Ad Avram lahoye ish shekore lakadosh baruch hu adain. The Gemara says that until Avram Avinu, until Avram Avinu, nobody called, nobody referred to Hashem as adain, as master. 
until Avram Avinu, and he would refer to Hashem's Baruch as Adain. And this work of Avram Avinu to, to take Hashem's Baruch from being a distant, uninvolved God to being the Adain Olam, to being the master over this world and everything in our lives. This Avraida hasn't stopped. The children of Avram Avinu, who loved Hashem, who was loved by Hashem. The Midrash of Yisraeli misnahegis atzma ki Yisrael b'chal pratius hilucha. To the degree that any Jew, even now, every one of us, each and every one of us, is zera Avram Ayhavai. To the degree that we conduct our lives in such a way that we're mamlech Hashem, that He's King over every single detail of our lives, and that everything that we do and everywhere we go and whatever we say and whatever we think is filled with His presence and a concern for His will. Who is He is making Hashem into His personal Adain Olam, to His own personal Master. But it could be God forbid the opposite. Hashem Hashem commands. But in terms of his, and he might even be, he might even know what Hashem wants. But as far as his own conduct is concerned, who he does the opposite. In that person's life, the Rebbe says, Nas In in that person's life, Hashem is Hashem has remained in the pre-Avraham state, or the way that he is in, with the rest of the world. Which is Eloka Hashemayim. He is he's the God of the heavens. He's the God of the heavens. So instead of doing what Hashem says, people will say, in in an ideal state, if we could, the way it should be, the way it was, this no longer applies to us. Things are different, and so on. And and the way I am in shul, the way the way I am. Uh, in yeshiva is not the way that I is not the way that I can live outside of shul or outside of yeshiva and so on. So in that person's life, Hashem has been Hashem has been removed back in time to that place that's called Eloka Hashemayim, the God of Heavens, a theoretical God, a God who a God who's not every single second Melech, a king over this moment of my life, but who's just it was Himmeldick. It's, it's an idea. It's, a, it's an interesting idea. It's a concept. But as far as how it changes my life and whether I live with Hashem being the master over this particular moment of my life and the decision that I'm making right now to do this or not to do this, that's the question of whether or not I am one of the Hasidim and descendants of Avram Avinu, or God forbid not. 
And the Adnus of Hashem is not recognized. It's not recognized. Hashem's Malchus, Hashem's Adnus is not recognized in the actual life of this person. Even though if you talk to him, he might, if you talk to him, he might speak about Hashem. And he, and he, uh, there's always a smattering of Baruch Hashem's and Amir Hashem's and so on. But as far as Lemaise, do we do we see in this person's life? Do we, do we feel that he's somebody that lives with the with the Ol Malchus Shemayim, that with the Adnus of Hashem, Nikar love, recognized or recognizable in everything that he does, at work and at home, and his davening and his learning. So the Rebbe explains Lachain Hashem Nichtav Bahavaya. He's teaching us a very very deep thing in terms of how we're to understand this discrepancy between how Hashem's name is written and how it's pronounced. The way that Hashem's name is written is Yud Kevavke. And the good Sedurim, all Sedurim are nice, I mean all are, are all nice Sedurim, but in the in the Sedurim that are careful that I'm a doctor, you have you have the name Yudkei Vavke there to look at, to look at, and and in the, if you look in the Svardish Sedurim, so then the Svardish Sedurim, I mean the Svardim, I don't just mean Nusach Svard, but the the Svardish Sedurim, so the name Aleph Dalad Nun Yud and the name Yudkei Vavke are intertwined the Shiluf are joined together, but we can't say Yud Kevavke, we just look at it. We say Alav Dalad Nun Yud, even in those good Sidurim, we're not allowed to say Yud Kevavke. We just, we just look at the Yud Kevavke, but it's a reminder. At least in those better Sidurim, we're able to, we're able to, to look at and to think about and to remember and to want, but as far as what we're allowed to say, we're not, we're not allowed to say Yudkei Vavke. We're only allowed to say Alav Dalad Nun Yud. Lachen Hashem Nuchtav Bahavaya. Aval Shiyasa Gam Adoin Lanu. It's written Yudkei Vavke. That's that's there. That's the truth. That's the that's the the the, the ksiv. And as we said before, at the beginning of this Torah, with the low and the low, with the Lama Zvav, the Ksiv, the Ksiv is the Yud Kevavke. But that, that, that Hashem's Baruch should be Amis Bamis, that we could say that honestly. That He's the Master over my life. And L'Chol Ha'Elam, Zatoli Banu. That depends on our hard work. So this, the same way that that it says it says who are son of the low anachnu that the low anachnu. So we read it with a vav. That's our work. It's written low lamed aleph. That's how it is. Our job is to our job is to, to draw out or to transform the lamed vav into. Lamed Aleph. That's the site of Elul, by the way. Right? Elul hasn't it the letters. Lo, uh, Lamed Aleph, and Lo, Lamed Vav. That's Elul. That's the Hachan of Rosh Hashanah. To change, that's the Torah from the Chidush of Minas And the, 
the Ksiv with Hashem's name is Yudkevavke. And that's every single second, every single second. He feels all of reality. But but the MS is that our job is that our job is that he that we should make Hashem's Baruch the Adoin, and that's how we pronounce it. That's the that's the Cree. That's how we read it. That depends on us. We do that. Therefore, it's written one way, but we we read it because our avoid in this world is to make Hashem's Baruch not just that He's Yudkevavke, some great mysterious, like they call Him even in, in other in religions, they like to use that word to spell the, the, the that name, you know, to make it like Jawa or something like that. You know, how they spell it in the so that is out there someplace, and you do whatever you want in this world. But our job is that he should be a and we do that. That's what we have to do. And that's the and that's the Cree. Adain. V'chol As long as there's the eight Sahara in this world. As long as there's a Yitzhahara that could talk it into a person, into a Jew, that all he needs to be is a Jew in his heart. All there needs to be is what? Is a, is a Ksiv, that it's written in his heart. Now it's that his mother's Jewish, so he's Jewish. And that, or that in his heart he's very religious, he's very... He, but that means that, that it's in heaven. It's not on earth. It's not in his actions, not in his thoughts, not in his speech. It's just, it's just written. It's written, Yudkevavke. He's a Yisrael Rak Belibo Bilvad. It's before Avram Avinu. There's a God, there's a God up there, there's a God out there. But it doesn't have to do with making brachas and with davening. And it doesn't have to do with learning. It doesn't have to do with your Shemaim or what you look at and what you think about and what you read. It's just you're, you're only written. It's only written. Ksiv. You're on the records as a Jew. That's the Ksiv. That is a Yudke Vavke. Which is which is okay. That's that's also that's also Chashiv. That that that, that a Yid has such a Ksiv. It's also Chashiv. But it's below Asiya b'machshava dibu amaisa kedoisha. But as far as as far as the alav dalad nun yud is concerned, adnos is concerned. There is a tremendous gap between that God that is in the person's heart and that's the ksiv. And the Kri of what we do with that God, and whether we're mamlechim and make him the Adain Olam over every single thought, word, and action in our lives. So until that day, as long as there's this discrepancy between the Ksiv and the Kri of Yudkevavkin Adnus, also Lanu Leimer Havaya Kiksavai, it's forbidden for us to pronounce the Yudkevavkin. We can't pronounce Yudke Vavke. It could be very dangerous to pronounce Yudke Vavke. Our job in this world 
is that whenever we look at the Yudke Vavke, that's all we're allowed to do, and think about those letters, and what that means. But to look and to think. Whenever we look at those letters Yudke Vavke, our job is to do something with it not to let it sit in that place of which doesn't have to change our lives or touch us or make any difference in our lives we have to say we have to change the ksiv into a kri and the kri is what's left up to a yid into his bechira that he has to make it, he has to make the Yudke Vavke to overcome that Yitzhar that says, Ozav Yudke Vavke Esaharitz, that Yudke Vavke has left the world. Or maybe he just exists in Shul. And even in Shul he's not doing too well. Or else they wouldn't be talking and davening and all kinds of narishkeit and fighting and machloikis and silliness. We have to pronounce it. I mean, we have to use our bechira to to say alav dalad nun yud. This is such a big yisoid, and he's taking a very big idea from the from Kabbalah, and he's making it understandable for people like us to help us with our davening. <coughs> this is something the person can mamish live with. So in the meantime, this is how we live. We remember the yudke vavkei, but we have to say, we have to make the choice. That he's our master. What we think and what we say and what we do. It's not it's not uh, that distant, mysterious Yudke Vavke, it's Alav Dalad Nun Yud. For ourselves and to be Mamluk Hashem's Baruch over the entire world. And we accept this Hashem's Baruch's Malchus. There's only one exception. And now, unfortunately, we're not zeichet for this. But there was a time, and Mitzvah Hashem will come again. The Kayin God will be Yom HaKippurim. When the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, Kishahayi B'Kadshah Kadshim, when the Kohen Gadol will go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Kishahayi Ozez Galus Elokis Ayin Ba'ayin, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, there were no disguises anymore. It was, it was a complete and total fusion between heaven and earth, of heaven and earth, Ayin Ba'ayin Yeru. And therefore, in that state of absolute clarity, where there would be no discrepancy between the Kri and the Ksiv, there'd be no place in the Kodesh Kodeshim, there's no separation between what I believe in, what I, what, what I know of, Yudke Vavke, and what I do, and, and how I live in this world. And if the Kohen God will have a thought that wasn't a, a thought that, of Hashem, of Adain Olam, he would die. It couldn't be for one second. Ozav, they could, there's, you're not allowed to have Ozav, there's no luxury, there's no time for Ozav Hashem as Sa'aris. Ozav Hashem. If the Kohen Gadol, God forbid, if in the Kohen Gadol's mind, Ozav Hashem, then he'll die. And the Kohen Gadol, in that place, it's absolutely <coughs> clear. 
that the God that that Elokei Hashemayim is Elokei Haaretz, like Avraham Avinu taught. And it's not just something distant and theoretical to talk about, or to, to give drushes about, or to, to read about, to speak about. There was a, uh, new, there was a, a, a uh, some new age uh, person who called himself a rabbi. He's not, he's not a rabbi. I don't know if, I don't know if he's showing mitzvahs, but he had, he had an interesting name for a book. I'm not recommending anybody read this book, but it was like a, you know, it was a, a it was a, one of the top ten on the, on, on the fluff lists, you know, on the, these fluffy, feel-good God books. But it was a good title. He called it God is a Verb. That's a good. That's a good word. I like that. God is a verb, and he was and he, and, and he was saying you know, to to have uh, to have Hashem more involved in our lives, not just but to to be an active part of our lives. So in the in the Kodesh Kadoshim, in that place, there the Kohen would be able to see clearly Hashem's Malchus in this world. And that's why That's why he was able to say the Shem Havayabarhu. He was able to say the actual name. Because there there's no danger. There's no Yetzahar. Of what? Of being of being taken back to that place before Avram Avinu and separating God forbid between heaven and earth. Because in that place it's so clear that Hashem Baruch is here in this world in our lives. And everybody would hear that. Like we remember on Yom Kippur, and we fall on our, we fall on the floor. So what is that falling on the floor besides the obvious, the obvious awe and fear when the shame Havaya Baruch would be heard? Outside the Kodesh Kodesh. Everybody had to immediately fall on the floor. See how beautiful this is? To draw Hashem's Malchus down, down, all the way mamish, all the way mamish to the floor, to the ground. Because it's so dangerous that you're going to have the, that you're going to forget and get stuck. In that place of the of the Ksiv, of the Yukevavke, and fall into that trap of the Eight Sahara. And it could be very dangerous. And you create all kinds of cults and religions and philosophies and ideologies of Yukevavke. And therefore Hayu Kairim, Mshtachim and Naifumal Penehem, Mamish, all the way, all the way, all the way down to the ground, to the floor. Nisavash Mashpili Lirais. All the way into this world. In order to accept Malchus Hashem. Even below in this world. And they would say right away. Which is what? Malchus is Aleph Dalad Nun Yud. That Hashem is Melech over this world. And we feel His presence in every single moment, down to the smallest, tiniest little details. 
even the, the ones that are sitting mamish on the ground and how a person goes to the bathroom and, and everything that a person says and what a person looks at that's all the way down on the ground and therefore we would say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusay that is not just Yudke Vavke and in Yom Kippur we taste of that and we're able to say out loud Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusay the rest of the year we're not 100% honest but in Yom Kippur a Jew could be honest could scream out Baruch Shem Kavod Malchusay we want Hashem to be the Adain over our lives mamish every single second and now we understand who are Sanu, but it says in Tilim. Who are Sanu? Hashem's Baruch has made us. Veloi anachnu amai. And it's written, rather, Veloi anachnu, is, the Vav is the creed, that's how we read it. And it's written, Loi anachnu, that's scary. What does that mean? Zahu asanu veloi anachnu amai, shenia loi yizbaruch, Lo that's what this Torah is about. Hashem is waiting for us to draw Him into our lives. It doesn't happen automatically. If you just leave it, it's Lam and Aleph. The way that it looks in the world, the way that the reality appears to us is Lo Lam and Aleph. It's not us. It's God someplace out there in the heavens. Not the Adon Eilam. But our job is to pronounce it, to say loy anachnu lavav shniya loy isbarach. That reality of of, <coughs> of belonging to Hashem, which is what all the rabbis svarim are about, feeling that connection and belonging to Him. Shniya loy isbarach loy baba atzma. That doesn't happen on its own. We have to do something. And that's the Kri. The same way that we have to we have to make Yudke it's our job to make him into Alav Dalad Nun Yud over our lives. And not to leave it the way that it's written, but to make him Adon Ailam. So too. We can't leave the Ksiv of Lamad Aleph. If we leave the Ksiv, Lamad Aleph, then it's Lo Anachnu. Hashem is not from this world. He's up there playing around with the gods and doing all kinds of things and created. He left us of Hashem Asaras. But she knew, Loi Loi Boba Atzim, Rakanachnu Aizim, Kumar Krisha, Bim Einam Kurim, Nisha Shuva Ksiv Levat Hashashon. If we don't work in our lives to make the Lamad Aleph into Lamad Vav, so then it remains Lamad Aleph. Loyanachno. Then it's not us. The Chutzmizeh, the Rebbe says. And besides this, Chutzmizeh. Masha Bechlal. Shvichim Laavdai. Each person in his Avedis Hashem, Sarah Kalish Beprotius, Lishtablish Yakarv Lashem, Hashem Elav. Can you imagine going to all the Orthodox schools and 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 bringing this radical message, maybe even for Shabbos Agadol, to ask the rabbis, like like I always get messages, can you speak about this thing on Shabbos Agadol? Can you speak about that thing? All the community in Yonah to speak about on, on Shabbos, not Shabbos, on Shabbos. I get letters every week. I'm sorry, I don't usually do it. 
mean, I talk about a different thing, depending which Indian it is, but I get letters every week from some, you know, think if you talk about, uh, you know, this, this is going to be a Shabbos devoted to this Sadaka, that Sadaka, and they're all wonderful things. Well, they all, they all are. <coughs> but I, I learned that it says, in, it says in, it just says in Zemir, Shabbos will Hashem. So the, so can you imagine taking this radical message and to make some, make, they make it into a whole PR campaign to bring God into the Orthodox schools of America. I mean, it would be a very, very shocking thing, and they'd lose a lot of membership maybe, and, and people would be afraid. You see, in the conservative and reform temples, they talk about God all the time. Because nobody is, is not Mechai of anything. Because <coughs> you, could, you could talk about God in those temples. Because it doesn't mean anything. Because in those temples, in those places, it's Ozav Yukevav Kesaras. So if you talk about God, it's not Mechaiv you to, not the Machshav, not the Dibur Maisa. It doesn't, doesn't mean that you have to get up Sunday morning uh, and put on Tulum. And it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, that, that you'd be a nice person to, get, to give charity and whatever it is. But it does not Mechaiv you. So in all the considered reform temples, there's nothing, there's nothing shocking about talking about good old-fashioned religion. And, and it's a scary thing. Because all of their rabbis are talking day and, out, day and night about feeling close to God. But in Orthodox schools, it's scary to speak about God. And you have rabbis that are, that are going to get up on Shabbos Agadol, maybe even me, and they're going to talk, you know, for an hour, an hour and a half, about about some diuk in the Rambam, right? Which, don't get me wrong, there's nothing that I enjoy more than diukim in the Rambam. That's really, <clears throat> that's the pleasure of my entire life. But... I saw I saw in a cipher written by a contemporary Talmud Chacham from Eretz Yisrael. I just saw this in a cipher two days ago, and said, he, "I have to be careful I don't, I have to say this." But he, he wrote in the cipher that that the ikkur is to is to say you know to say a pilpul, and uh, and if there are people there who don't understand, or if there are women, so that that come to to, to hear a drasha. That's that's not uh, the, anything that you should be addressing. You should be you should be saying it just a pilpul. And somebody wrote this in a cipher. But there's a minig to say a pilpul. So I'm, I also I understand there's a minig. Uh, so I, I I'm always careful a few minutes to start off because I don't have shalom to break from that tradition. But this is basically what's happening. Not just I was talking about last night in Chabur and Queens. This is not just happening at Shabbos Agadol. Every single day in school is a Shabbos Agadol for the kids, you know. And every single Shabbos is a Shabbos Agadol when you have somebody that's talking about Hagolas Kalim when, <clears throat> when most of them doesn't know what the word Kalim means and certainly they don't know what Hagolim means. And as far as bringing God into the, bringing God into the picture and talking about something that Dive Hisairis, so, so the, the, um, that would be a radical thing. That would be a radical thing to talk about God. And shuls and, and to bring God back into the shul. Like I told you many, many times, it was the first Shabbos I was here. The first Shabbos when we started the shul, I mentioned from the Vedicheva when he when he when he gathered everybody in the shul. He let he sent the Gabbai to go tell everybody that everybody has to come to shul. It was like a Tuesday afternoon, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the storm, like the winter, and 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 everybody was afraid because that you know when stuff like that happened, it usually meant that something bad is coming up, and the, you know, some gzeira, some pogrom, who knows. And the Bidichva, everybody was waiting with bated breath, the whole, the whole thousands of people standing outside, inside. And the Bidichva, the Bidichva came in with a towel over his head, and he, and he just got out, he went up to the beamer, and he was standing there for a long time, and then he, and then he screamed out, he said, he said, Yidin, don't forget there's a God in the world. Don't forget everybody in Shalom. 
So who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? He was talking to... He, he was talking to Jews that, are, that, are, that were Shemim Mitzvahs, that were learning, that were involved in Pilpul, and they were all learning Rambams. But it's possible to forget. It's possible to forget that, that we have to belong to Him, we have to be His. And that, our, our, that when we daven, it has to be His. When we learn, it has to be His. And our mitzvahs have to be His. And everything we do, at work, at home, it's all His. It's all to Him. It's all to connect to Him. And that's the meaning of the loya nachna with the vav and adoyin oylam. L'shtadlushi akarv l'ashem v'ashem elam. Doesn't it sound? Doesn't it sound odd? And maybe people would be insulted if you go into the Orthodox shul and say and, and would say like Rabbi Ditchva said, if the rabbi would give that speech. Jews don't forget you have to be close to God. You have to be close to God. So they say, what kind of an insult is that? We're Orthodox Jews. Every single one of us pays tuition for yeshiva for our kids. Every single one of us subscribes to the Jewish press. And, you know, whatever. Some of us even, you know, we, we, we're very concerned about Jewish things. We even get the Jewish week and the Jerusalem Post. You know, we're, 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 how, how, how can you tell us that we should think about God? So when was the last time you thought about God? When was the last time that, it, that it entered your mind? <coughs> That, that you that you thought that the tachlis of your life, that the tachlis of your life is to be close to him, is to have his karvis tasha. Could you imagine? It would be a tumult if we made it Shabbos for God, if they made a campaign to send out letters to all the Orthodox schools. We'd like you to talk about God this Shabbos. Just one Shabbos, one Shabbos of the year. We'd like you to talk about God. You can imagine the unbelievable commotion. Nobody knows what to talk about. Nobody has any material. Knows what, how, what. It's not. It's not on the internet somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They wouldn't know what to do. All the rabbis have to go scrambling for something on the internet. Everything's beishtadlus ba'avoyde. That's our life. Our life is beishtadlus ba'avoyde. And even Pesach, Shashem Meir is Libais Yisrael, Yoyser Mikfim Atzavim Lefisha Ulefisha Ruuyim. Everybody that's ever touched the Svarma Galatian knows that the whole lineage of Pesach is Kadesh comes before Urachatz. That means we are on the 49th level of Tumah. And we weren't holding the Chlal by being close to Hashem. And Hashem tore us out of that Tumah. And He took us out of Misraim. And that happens again every single Pesach night. That a Jew is taken up to Madragas and he has access to Madragas way beyond his Avaidah. All that's given to him is a gift to Hashem's bow, just like he sees from time, we weren't holding by it. But Hashem saw that if we'd wait another minute, if he'd wait another minute, we would fall, we'd, be, we'd God forbid, lose it forever. This is the Avaidah that's called in the Swarm, that Hashem is Medaleg, Elahar, Mikapet, Salak Rose. Chazal said the lashon kevani kevan shani chafitz begulas chami. Even though according to the cheshbon, there was still more time that was left for, for the redemption, and Bnei Yisrael couldn't believe it. But Hashem said kevan shani chafitz begulas The time has come. I desire your redemption, and I'm not going to explain. But it's time to leave. So every Pesach, 
every Pesach, that, that is revealed once again. That Indian of Medalek, Elohar, Mekapis, Lagros, that Hashem skips over mountains, jumps over hills, and Hashem infuses into a Juma. Dreg is way beyond where he's holding. Way beyond his Avaid and his Ishtadlis. But everybody also knows of a Kolzeb Derek She'ela. She'ela, it's all alone. That's why we have Sviyas Omer, right? Sviyas Omer means that Hashem as well gives us this amazing <coughs> inspiration. He, he opens up the heavens and he, and he drops himself onto the earth in such a way, even though we didn't in any way develop the proper Kalim to, to receive that light. Every single Pesach, Hashem Baruch makes such an opening. And even, and even though the rest of the year, it's all according to our Avoidah and our changing the Ksiv into the Kri, when it comes to Pesach, some the unbelievable Hizgalas of, of, that, of that presence of Yudke Vavke in our lives, of the Adain Ailam. But it's all B'derek She'ela. It's all a temporary, it's a loan. It's not, we're not kind of that. Not like it says by Avram Avinu, that Hashem is kainei shemayin v'aretz. Elokei Avraham is kainei, is to acquire heaven and earth. That means that Hashem is acquired in this world. To, be, to acquire Hashem in this world require, requires tremendous avoid and hishtadlus. Pesach night, what Hashem gives us, that gift, as He did when He took us out, and He gives us now also Pesach, that's Hakol B'derek She'el, it's alone. Right? The Avoid of Svirs Omer, each week, Chesed Shebechesed, until it becomes Mamish, Mamish, Malchus, Shebamalchus. Every single Malchus, Shebamalchus means what? Means Adoin Olam Mamish, every single second of my life. Malchus, Shebamalchus. Every word, every thought, every action, Malchus, Shebamalchus. But Pesach night, we receive this only Derek She'el. We receive it as a loan. Now the Chayish Mishpat Chaburah has been learning the Arba Shemim for the last couple of months and, and therefore they're familiar with this those of you who have been Arba said also know this that in Parshas Mishpatim there's a din that's called She'ila B'Bailam She'ila B'Bailam means on the simplest level that the Torah tells us that when the Shmira takes place or the loan takes place in such a way where the Bailim are there or where, the, where it begins with the Bailim being there, being present, where the owner is present. So Ruvain lends Shimon his cow to do some, to do some work, his ox to do some works, some work. And Reuven, Reuven, who made this loan, who lent the ox to Shimon, stays there with him. Even for a little while, we learned. We're not going to go into that. That's a machlokas in the Gemara. But he stays with him even a little bit. So then the halach is that the normal pturim, the normal exemptions that would be, are not in effect. And the person is chayv al nizka because the 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 you know, say means that when the that the din is the din is that 
the person, as long as he knew that the that the bailim were there, so then there's a ptur. But in, if it's a never bailim, if the bailim have gone away, so then he's chayv on this which means again I didn't say it clearly. Let me explain it again. Shmir of a bailim potter means that if Reuven the lender is still there, or if Reuven the one who gave it for Shmir is still there, he's with him, then the person is potter. Then the person who was borrowed is exempt if something has happened, because he knows that the bailim are there, the owner is there with him. When it's when it's ain of a bailim, when the when the owner has made this loan and has gone away, he's left. So then the person is chayiv al niska. Then he's a regular shomer, he's a regular borrower, he's a regular shomer, and he's chayiv for any damage that takes place. If the bailim are with him, tigzer is a kosov, that if the bailim, if the owner is there at the time of the loan with him, to work together in the field, so tigzer is a kosov, that the person is exempt. The watcher, the shorel, is exempt. If the bailim have left, so then he's chayiv. So what does that have to do with what we're learning? So the Rebbe says like this. Sheila, we're talking about a loan. Pesach night, we have a loan from Hashem is bar. Sheila, bailim chayiv al niska. The saddest thing is that if a person takes this loan, Hashem lends each and every one of us an unbelievable kayak of Kedusha, an unbelievable kayak <coughs> to, uh, 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 to rise to a higher madrega, Pesach night. But if it's Eneb Abailam, it's without His presence, it's without God. The Tachlis of our lives is that especially Pesach night is that when he lends us <coughs> on Pesach night when he, ma- when he gives us this amazing loan of his presence on such a high level where he takes us out from Mitzrayim and he brings each and every Jew up to this highest Madrega that it should be a She'il B'Bailam that it should be with God together V'loyanachna with Avav Adon Olam Shiyagam Bailav Imay not just to borrow the mitzvahs of Pesach night and, and, and the avoid of Pesach night, but to remember Hashem on Pesach night, that it should be a she'il of a bailam. You see, a person who's very smart, even though he's very smart, you see this, that a person is very, very intelligent, but he remains a small person, a low person. <laughs> Not only that, this person is more intelligent, could use, he might even be using his chachma in a destructive and a negative way. Sometimes you see a yid, a person who's even davening with great with great awe and great love. With Chilu Rechim, with Yira and with Ahava. He's davening with his spilus. The Loi may Taiv, or he learns very, very well, and he's in Shul, he davens with his spilus. And when he's sitting and learning in Besmedrash, he's learning with, he's learning very well with, with his spilus and with Chachma. 
Nikol Mokum who shoichev bin michiusai kamaisha haya. After davening, sometime later in the day, or it could be just a little bit later after davening, he's back to all of his he's back to all of his his, his, his low things. He's just as low and he's just as stupid and silly and small as he was before, as he was before David. Could be a half hour later at work and he's cursing or saying something and talking about something disgusting or watching something horrible. After the whole the spiles of davening and after the whole gewaltige learning, he's, he's wallowing in his lowness the same way as he was before. All that he felt during davening, every day Hashem gives a little bit of pace off, like the Tanya writes about, like the Alter Rebbe writes about, in Memvav, in, in many places. That all of that was B'derach She'ela. All of that was alone, the excitement during davening, <coughs> in his Shrakshas. Hashem is Baruch. There could have been one of our Zaydis or Babis that said, Come on, give my kid a break. Give him a little bit of a feeling. Help him out. Open his heart a little bit. And Hashem Shalom says, okay, okay, you're an Elech Yid. Your grandson is an idiot, but I'll help him out. And Hashem Shalom sends up, uh, so you have a, a, a davening. But it's B'derech She'ela. A Shabbos, B'derech She'ela. A Hisraq, it's B'derech She'ela. All happened, Ha'yulosh Hashem Hish'ilah. You never acquired that. That's why it doesn't, that does, that's why it doesn't have to change. That's, that's why you can still go to work and, 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 and talk with the, talk with the, with the, with the, with the guy like, like the same way before. As, uh, it didn't make, make a difference. Like you turn on the machine and look at the same things. After a whole the screaming of Shema Yisrael and a whole Yisrael, a spyless, and, uh, it's a whole Shabbos, a whole Yom Kippur, wasn't the king. He was over there with Sheila. Hashem lends himself out. But then that's the question now is, whether you're going to change the Ksivan to a Kree and make it mamish something that's real, and whether you're going to really scream out, Veloy Anachnu, Velevav. The Kaven but if the person doesn't go about mamish Lamaisa, lifting himself up, making that experience into, into a verb, into a verb that, that, uh, that moves through the day. That what I said by Ashrei, that was just alone that I was excited. That was just alone that I felt that Shabbos. It was alone that I felt it by the by by the Zmiris, by the Shalashudas, whatever it was, by by Akumzis. It was alone. I'm a clown, not Roy. Do you think any of us are Roy? Any of us are worthy of having a Cyrus at all? What kind of, we're we and we're worthy of a Cyrus. Any little bit of a Cyrus is because it's Chosavus and because Hashem's Bach has Rachmanis on us, and He gives us a little, and He, and he sends us down a little bit of Pesach, a little Tam, a little taste of Matzah. A little taste of mora that you feel a bitterness sometimes with your averus. It's all mamish a pesach. It's pesach Hashem ala pesach. We didn't even make an opening. We didn't create that opening. Hashem, Hashem passed over the requirement for an opening, and He sent us Himself b'derek she'ela. That's alone. The kavanah like diyas asmav and asrayim bechinas v'loya nachlo. But if you didn't change the ksevin decree and you didn't make it, God is to, to to connect to Him and to feel that He's part of your life. The love of the vav, she is sheila b'bailim. It's just alone. But the, if you think that, if, but it's alone. But the but the owner walked away. You hear this? The owner walked away. <coughs> God gave you an ashray, gave you a daven, gave you a Shabbos, gave you a Kippur, gave you a Hisarius, and then he walked away. 
The Iker is to make it she'ilah b'bailam. That God gives you a loan and you, and you keep on thinking about Him and talking about Him and thanking Him and asking Him. And He's with you. And you feel that He's with you. Not just a she'ilah b'bailam, that's it, and He's gone. He gave you a loan and He disappeared. Then you chayiv b'nizka. Rak nisha rochek mehashem. Kamehaksiv chasushon v'loya nachno. Even after he gave you a loan, you're still far from God. You don't feel it. There's no shield of Babylon. Then it's just a low anachna, a low written with an aleph. He's not yours. Huh? Really? What's written? He's not yours. We're not worthy. Well, we're worthy. It's a low anachna with an aleph. Well, we're not worthy of anything. All the various, all the things that we've said and we've seen. We're not worthy of anything. Gornish. Nothing. It's a low anachna. That's the ksiv. The Babylon walked away. The owners walked away. It's the saddest thing in the world. Comes to Pesach is Veloya Nachno. Sheila Babaylam is part of it. It means that Hashem will forgive you for everything. And you can come Mamish to Haiz Madragas if when you borrow from him on Pesach, when you make that when you take that loan from Hashem of his presence, it's a Sheila Babaylam. You you hold on to him and he stays with you and it's Veloya Nachno. And it's Adain Ailam. Bhol Dover Kal Minayat Sahara Noifal Khasasholam Vikhaiv Beniska. God forbid if he's not with you, if the Bailam have walked away, then Yechayev, then you're responsible for that damage and all the damage that you're causing in your life. Because Hashem loaned himself to you and you could have taken hold of him and you didn't. And you let the Bailam leave you. Instead of it being She'il of a Bailam. And listen to Rabbi Yisai, here's a Ruha Kaidish. Don't try to say this at the say that it's not going <laughs> to... This is for me and you so that we'll be able to be normal for the Seder. But it's not what you could say to say like something you think, oh, this is a good thing to say, but you're not going to say this for the Seder. V'zeh sh'ahimim la'av al-haben v'sheni de'elisho You have a child that doesn't know how to borrow. Any of de'elisho. Lisho means to ask, but it also means to borrow. Alright, what do we do with the yid, any of de'elisho? He doesn't know how to borrow from Hashem. He doesn't know that it has to be shi'il of a he doesn't know any of the Elisha. He doesn't know what to do when Hashem inspires him. He doesn't know what to do when something good happens in his life. He was so forbidden. Hashem helped him out. He doesn't know what to do when Hashem gave him a kid. A bracha gave him a kid in his life. What an amazing nace. That Hashem gave him a panasa, a good wife, a good life. He doesn't know what to do with it. God, he doesn't keep God in that. He just, lets, he just says thanks a lot. He makes a kiddush and God walks away. And he doesn't hold on to that. Any day Elishal, he doesn't know how to be a shoyal b'bailam. He doesn't know how to accept the loans of Hashem and to say, Hashem, stay with me and be part of my life. I'm not just going to say thank you for my kid and then and then bring my kid up like like God forbid, like a guy. Thank you for my kid. And someone's crying. He comes to shul and he screams out the name. Yikarishmobi Yisrael. He says, Brother Bris, Yikarishmobi Yisrael, Yitzchak ben Avram. Or he comes, or he names his girl, whatever, he gives a girl a name, and he, and he schemes out, you know, that this will be her name. And then, you know, after calling it that, then he goes home, and the name is now Jennifer, or, or whatever the name is. And her whole life is Jennifer Dick, and not Rachel Dick. Everything is Jennifer, not Rachel. He comes to the shul, he's crying. He calls up everybody, he says, Mamish, unbelievable, everybody's all emotional, he comes to the bris, and, and they make speeches about what a gewaldige, gewaldige thing. And it's named after the Zayda. This child is named after the Zayda. You know, the Zayda was, the Zayda was a, a shtiki, a It was an oivet Hashem lahafli. Look at his picture. Look and look. And he takes that and shows everybody, look at my grandfather. Give a kick. 
what a grandfather had. You see that? Look at that beard and face. And everybody gives him a bracha. We give you a bracha that your son, this baby, should be zeichet to wear a long beard and face. And all of a sudden there'll be a scream from there's this notion. <laughs> and, and, and even the man is sitting there. And he puts the picture in his pocket. He says, I, I, I just meant he should be a, he should, you know, he, he, he should um, care about who the Prime Minister is of Israel and, and that he should, they should always vote for the Likud. I, I, I didn't mean, I didn't mean like anything like that. I, I, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure to go to the right, to the right schools, Ivy League and everything good and to have a, you know, I wasn't talking about that. I wanted to be a regular and normal person, you know, to dress like me and to, and to go to the clubs and, and the beaches and parties that I go to. I, I didn't mean for him to be like that. Right? I never any day Lisha. This Jew doesn't know how to borrow. Hashem gave you Hashem gave you such a time in your life. What an unbelievable thing that Hashem gave you such a baruch. He, he, he was lending himself to you, such a hysteric that you could make up your mind when you had that baby, you could throw yourself on the floor and say, I'm gonna give this kid to you. Like Sha'ul Hamalak whose name meant Yodea Lisha. Like like Khanadavan for it's not her child, but it's Malchus of Shaul. I'm going to give this child to you. It's going to be the Bailam Imai. Bailav Imai. Shehne de Lishol's light. So it says, Be'ez Oifen Sichem Lishol in the Lashon She'el Apsach Lo. You see it? Ruch HaKadosh. Any day Lishol, what do you tell the kid? Apsach Lo. Teach him Lamed Vav. Open up for him his life. That he should know that his job is Lamed Vav. Make God yours. Not Lo Yanachna with an Aleph. A she'il of a bailam low, with a vav. Tiftach v'tareyu, open his heart and show him. This is what teachers have to do in parents. Tiftach v'tareyu, sh'ath sh'ksiv lo'y ba'alif, even though it's written with an alif and you feel that he's not yours, it's not true. Sichim la'asas b'vav v'lo'y anachna with a vav. Read it that way. Teach the kids to read. Sichim la'as she'il of a bailam canal, sh'nema v'yigad te'levincha. Ba'avuzeh asah, Yudke Vavke Li. But say Simon it's yours. Yudke Vavke is Li. It belongs to you. Shi'ilabailam. Shazaisnas Galam Mitsaim Shashem Li. He's not distant. He's not in heaven. He's not far. He's not just some some uh, thought, a philosophy, some idea. He's Li. He's low. Hashem Li but say Sim Mitsraim Vakal Laha. Can't I be Yesu Shabbos Agalba for that? It's not necessary really. That's not necessary.